0: Snap, we have a sponsor. I want to be clear, this is a cool sponsor and you should you really should just go check them out. Like legit. Bustedtees.com. They have a huge selection of geeky hats, t-shirts, stickers, and socks. Themes from Star Wars and Star Trek to Harry Potter, Pac-Man, Back to the Future, other video game references, just all kinds of geeky, cool culture. You're definitely gonna find something there that speaks to your inner geek. Here's the deal. At checkout, you're going to see a spot to enter a code. Type in my name, that's Jason, followed by the number 25945. That's Jason25945. Get a pretty sweet discount. There's a link over on the website or head over to BustedTees.com and enter Jason 25945 at checkout. BustedTees.com Designs that pop culture
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I take that back.
1: This is so fucking stupid, but it's amazing.
0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Who has a mixtape? We we who needs a, a
2: mixtape? You do, do Who makes a, a mixtape? It's a mixtape! Uh, hey, 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 hey. So come on, and listen to our mixtape Raise the roof and move your feet
1: Come along and laugh with our mixtape So come on, and listen to our mixtape Sing along and
3: clap to the beat Settle in, then listen to our mixtape And
0: other music finishes Enjoy your four-charm sandwiches What's up, everybody? It's myself here Welcome you new back to another edition of the Mixtape Podcast I'm Jason Emmett
3: I'm KC Masterpiece And I'm Twisted Kid Matt Whoa, yo
2: Hootie-hoo!
0: Hey, today we're going to be talking about, uh, like, 80s anthems, 80s anthems, and I just want to start off, before we anthems. get into anything, saying, I'm so sorry, Kevin, Kevin just didn't, couldn't quite figure out what the fuck the 80s were, this week. <laughs> you
3: know, he I, kept sending I, I me did songs so drugs like drugs back then, and I just, you know,
0: <laughs> like, the, that whole decades i was like kevin that's a great song that's 1972 uh then he sent me another one yeah that's uh 1977 then he sent me another one I'm like 1990 <laughs> and then he sends me one i was like matt already got it
3: <laughs> you're getting closer he was oh, he kept geez.
0: sending me the fucking meme of uh what's his face ripping the piece of paper off and just throwing it over so i was dying i'm like he's just <laughs> poor poor kevin but we got there we got there uh, hopefully everybody's been enjoying the show. Um, the last couple of weeks, you know, we had a couple of really good interviews. Um, if you haven't checked the, uh, out the Sean, you saw interview, you should go back and listen to that. It was a lot of fun having her on the show. Uh, we are working. I think we're the YouTube channel is about to launch actually anytime now. And, uh, right. we're going to have some material going up on there. If you haven't went over and, uh, subscribed? We really appreciate it, and it would help us out a ton if you did. Um, there is a URL, like a link, over on the website, which is themixtapepod dot com, and it'll take you right there. And it'll take you know, take you fucking thirty seconds to, to subscribe. We really yeah. appreciate Ring it. Ring the bell. So please go over and do that. Uh, we also added some new stuff to the website, so you should go over there and check that out. Including, we realized every single week we were trying to tell people all the other podcasts they should go listen to. I think it just happens that when people listen to podcasts, they want to know other good podcasts. The easiest way now is to just go to our website. We now have links to everybody over there. There's a page, uh, Friends of Our Show, and you can click on it. It'll take you right to where you can check out their shows, and we highly recommend that you go over there and check that out because they're cool people. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: They are. And we we'll just let them know that you found them through us. Yeah.
1: Uh we' the Tell them that uh, what do we sent you?
0: Tell them large pod on the back. You. That's what I think they should do. <laughs> <laughs> so please do that. Go check them out to give them. They give us a lot of love through Twitter and and you know on their shows. So we like to give a lot of support back. Speaking of which, we have a Twitter. It is uh, mix underscore tape underscore pod over there. Um, you should go over and check that out. I put uh, I put stuff up there. Ask questions regarding show topics and things like that we have some uh, some of our listeners opinions on 80s anthems so we'll we'll talk about that as well at the all end right. of this and as always we will be making a spotify playlist
1: for both the actual shows list and the tapeworm edition
0: see you too can be a part of it if you go over to like our instagram or or our facebook or our twitter mm-hmm. and of course tiktok and all of those things are the best place is just to go to the website because there are direct links yeah. to everything
4: ha,
2: well, well
0: uh. It is so good to be here. Looks like I have a moment to whisper sweet somethings in your ears. Have you guys gone to the website? No? You, you totally need to. There is so much goodness over there. Upcoming interviews, links to friends, podcasts, and of course, all the juicy swag you should be buying. You're also going to find links to our social media, which is probably the best way to check those out, but I'm going to give it to you now, so you can't say you don't have it. tweedly deedly do. Twi- twitter mix underscore mix-underscore-tape-underscore-pod. Of course, there's Instagram,
2: the underscore
0: mix-underscore-tape-underscore-podcast. Facebook Facebook the original headache but we are the aspirin TikTok no that is not your biological clock my friend we actually have videos on there and coming soon YouTube you should be on all these, but dang it, dang it. Dang it. At least try a couple. We We love you all. Stay stay stay. Stay. Awesome. Uh, a couple other really quick things. I don't I'm going to go ahead and say it because by the time this episode is out, it's about to happen, I think. We're going to be doing another screening here at Humble Monk in Cincinnati. I would love to give you a lot more details. Uh, really go check out the website because it'll all be up there. We are, as of the recording of this, we're ironing a few things out. But as of the, when this goes, when this airs, those things will have been ironed out and it'll probably be like coming up next week. So i got to let you know what's going hey, on. Hey, the return of the slide whistle. Kind of let you oh, know, yeah. know what's going on. <laughs> uh, it will be, it'll be just in time for Halloween. I think we're going to be doing a mini short film festival, horror films, uh people can come out. Um, I think as of right now, it's like twenty-five bucks get you a flight of beer and uh get you in for the film festival. You you're actually we're gonna select a winner at the end based on the audience choice. And then after that there's a there's a Halloween party and costume contest going on. So pretty good deal. And I think we're also that gonna awesome. yeah, I think we're also gonna do one that's like less than like fifteen bucks or something like that. If you don't want the flight of beer, if you're not a drinker but yeah. you want to come out. And uh, as of right now, I think it's called Flight of – or wait, yeah, Flight of Fright. Yeah, Flight of Fright. Flight of Fright. Mm-hmm. And so come on out and check that out if you're in the area. There'll be more details on the website, or you can always just reach out to one of us, so we can always get you. So
3: that. come on out, get drunk off your ass, and watch some really good horror movies. Yeah, and dress
0: up, because they're going to have a costume contest and stuff afterwards. So, it's Nothing like being drunk in a banana costume, hey, watching horror man. movies with your friends. If it's you're
3: peanut butter jelly time. I was going to say, when if you're drunk in a banana costume,
0: a banana. and you don't scream peanut butter jelly time, I'll be upset. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. don't bring a Dance baseball bat. Dance around with maracas. Don't mm-hmm. bring a baseball Trying bat. Trying to hold bat. your beer yeah. and not drop it. No baseball bats. Don't bring one. Yeah. no, no. go to. Peanut butter
1: jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. Mm. Yep. Yeah. that's, that's, that's good. That, that would be a great costume.
0: Uh, Matt also got to go to a cool driving experience uh, last night. I think we're going to be doing a Twisted Kid on one of the movies he saw like real soon. So, oh, yes. So And he got to meet a, a few kids. Yeah,
1: Matt has to nothing more uncomfortable than a small child going, "Oh hi!" when you walk into the bathroom, and he's just. Pants around his ankles. Yeah, Matt's like, can I ask you guys a door question?
0: Open. What is up with little kids sitting taking a shit with the door open and wanting to talk to everybody? We're like, we don't, we don't know, man. But we decided it'd be really funny as grown ass fat men adults if we started doing it too. <laughs> yeah. you know, right, sitting with the stall door open when people walk in, we're like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs>
1: confront you with our own uh, problems, oh, and bowels. <laughs> their like, bowels. Hey, you lactose intolerant too? No,
0: hmm. keep moving
1: then.
3: Like
0: I said, you just... Can
3: okay, you take a look at this? I don't think that looks right. It doesn't at all. look healthy.
0: Can you come over here and let me know what you think?
1: Should there be this much blood?
0: Oh. Is this your first time at the Aleph Garden? Oh, yes. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Turn around, look at it, go, the f- I, don't remember, I don't remember eating okra. How did that... I don't know how they got <laughs> in there. All right. Uh, with that said, let's go ahead and kick over. Anyway. <laughs> God. <laughs> now uh, we just made it awkward.
4: <laughs> we, now when do we not now, yeah. we now we've made it awkward uh,
0: again thanks everybody by the way for, for listening to the show and for supporting the show uh, and for
1: <laughs> such a great time to say You're thanks right. for listening right after we just talked about it's
0: the best time if the the they're door. still listening yeah. and supporting us You're after still that listening after they deserve a thank you <laughs> talk of open door policies seriously though thank all of you guys who've been supporting it a lot lately you know we've we've got our sponsor teas.com, which you heard at the beginning of the show and a couple of you have went over and and actually purchase stuff through them, which, uh, I mean, it's a win-win for you guys because their shit is awesome. It really is. It is. And we get you a discount, but it helps. It doesn't, I mean, we're not like quitting our jobs because of it, (laughs) which we could, but, uh, you know, it's still cool. It helps the show. There are a lot of expenses that go into these shows that people, I don't think, think about, and we aren't, you know, the little bit, a couple bucks here and there actually goes to help the show and goes back into the show and also allows us to do things like put on the screenings at at Humble Monk. So, again, I don't think people realize that that some of those screenings actually take money out of our pockets. Yeah. um, But it's worth it for us sometimes because we have a a really good time. But uh, there's more things we want to do down the road, especially once the YouTube channel starts. So we thank you guys for all your support. Uh, And you can help us
1: by visiting our sponsor and using our promo code, which is what, Jay? Oh, God, I don't have it in front of me. It's Jason. Jason. Two five nine four five at checkout to receive an awesome discount. And if you if you forget that number, just check it out. It's on the website. It's on the website. Your mixtapepodcast dot you dot
2: general nine.
1: Why did you do that? <laughs> it's Why actually you? the dot Why did you do that? The is fine because my brain doesn't work right sometimes. <laughs> I just started sometimes. reading it from the search bar. Um,
0: yeah. I just started reading it from the search bar. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just the mixtapepod.com. It's fine. It'll get you there. Uh, Yeah, that is our promo code. It'll get you – it actually gets you a pretty nice discount on shit. So there's really no loss for you guys. You get cool shit and you get a discount. It works pretty well. Uh, Another thing I've been trying to point out a lot lately is um, when we do these shows, when we do these mixtape episodes – Go and check out the, the, the musicians. Give them some support and some love. And yeah, give them some love. Listen to their shit because uh, they deserve it. And we're talking about it because we love the music. So make sure that you go and check them out. We make uh, Matt does put together playlists of everything we do here. He puts together our playlists and anything that the, the audience shares back. It's all out there on Spotify. I have been trying to figure out a good way to link all of those on the website um, it's to make it a little easier to find them. I need to work on that, uh, next. And I will be doing that. Uh, We do a lot. (laughs) So I I gotta (laughs) take one thing at a time. And Matt's been working really hard on the video. And while he's doing most of the YouTube stuff, you know, we've, we've even been helping with that. And that's aside from putting together the shows and writing all the show notes and setting up the interviews and scheduling the interviews and, and writing all the, uh, questions for the interviews and editing all the shows so there's a lot that goes into this you know and kevin kevin shows up and plays a slide whistle and i think that <laughs> and, and he practices kevin practices like six hours a day yeah, yeah. he goes to little
1: recitals and tries to just like completely out slide whistle like 10 year olds yeah who've been like really training their whole life and it's kind of a dick move if it's you think a about pretty it Dick
0: move. Kevin. he just
1: stands on a stage and he's like What's up? I've been practicing the slide whistle, but I'm better than you, ten year old. Get off the yeah, stage. Gonna push him around. Yeah, steal their and, lunch money. I Heard he knocked uh, them the up on a me. weeks ago. Yeah.
0: Have you guys ever heard He's getting getting the shit kicked out of him by a group of ten year olds with slide whistles? No. Have, <laughs> have you heard like his uh, slide whistle re- slide whistle rendition mm-hmm. of "Come Sail Away"? Late. He fucking oh, nailed wait. it at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was doing that sustained note that goes into that diddle, diddle, diddle. like he nailed it. I was, that was good.
4: <laughs> Fucker really has been practicing. Practice. <laughs> all right,
0: we're gonna kick off the anthem episode and I think we're gonna start this week with Matt. So um we're much like is is all in the case of all of our mixtape episodes. Put it out to the guys uh, to deliver five songs that they consider that this week are anthems of the 80s. And we will get into it, give a little history, and then the guys will talk about why they think these songs are anthems. And we're going to kick the whole thing off with Matt. And I'm going to say about Matt's list before we ever even get started, Matt's list could have easily, easily been on another episode of the show. Matt went political oh. a lot <laughs> this week. Did I really? Oh, God, oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. Quiet. Oh, four,
1: four of the five. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you really nailed it. Didn't with even the think about it. Yeah. yeah, it was just as I was putting this together, I'm like, man, remember the episode we did with like songs with political meetings? Matt like could have these. Why did why we didn't think of some of these actually is is pretty amazing. But yeah. uh, we're gonna kick off with the very first one here, and uh, right there, we're gonna start with it. The side is all- All right, so that is Rise Above Black Flag 1981. Uh, this is the first song off Black Flag's debut album, Damaged, and it talks about the relationship between the masses and the punk movement. It also talks about how the punk movement will rise above the restrictions of society. I can see this song. I'll let Matt talk about why he picked it as an anthem, but I can, this song I know for a fact that this song was extremely influential on the punk movement that came after it. So I could definitely see it as a punk anthem, if nothing else, Matt, why don't you talk Correct. about why you picked this song?
1: Uh, well, honestly, it's just because, you know, I mean, the whole, the whole thing, the song is like rising above whatever obstacles are in front of you. And, um, I think that that's a good indicator for a good anthem to be, you know, put out in the world. Yeah. Um, I actually first heard this song uh, in association with the West Memphis Three, which we'll go into a whole other time later. Um, That'd be a good episode but, uh, to talk about, actually. Yes, that would. Um, I would love to do that, actually. Uh, but yeah, Black Flag and a bunch of other other bands got together and put out a compilation album of Black Flag covers. Uh, and all the proceeds went to the defense fund for the West Memphis three. And the album was just called rise above. Um, and yeah, that was like one of the first times I heard the song and I was like, Oh my God, the song is intense. And it wasn't even the original version. Uh, then I went back and heard the original version. And I couldn't tell you who did the cover at this point, because it just, it, it didn't really stand up as much as the original one, with just like the raw, energy behind it i don't want to say raw power because then we're getting into the iggy pop territory but (laughs) um (laughs) iggy and the stooges as well could probably been on here Except that would have been just anthems about heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Next <laughs> episode, anthems
0: into? about heroin. We could, you yeah. could we could do songs about. You probably drugs. could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. yeah that would actually heroin. be kind of song. That'd be kind of fun. Top of 90s heroin songs. anthems, or even better yet, songs you didn't know were about drugs that actually were. We could probably get into that pretty like deep. Cocaine you know. by Eric Clapton. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> no one knew. It's actually Never about not doing cocaine. Last Dance with Mary
1: Jane by Tom Petty. Who knew? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't for the longest time. I had no idea. So. so.
0: Cause I was dumb and naive. I always thought that song was about necrophilia. Well, that's what the video implies. It implies it, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, let's kick into what? your number Which two. I've noticed that not only are you a little political, you're also there's a little rage going on here with you and some of these. Um, <laughs> I need to relax. I think. He's, he's, he's ready to take on the world, man. Because uh, yeah, well, just check night. it out, Kev. Here's his second song. <laughs> cowbell we have uh, we have talked about this song on the show a few times which i think just is indicative of the fact that it is in fact kind of an 80s anthem it's just Damn. the fact that staying it, power it does and well. it comes up a lot and the fact that one of the things i'm going to talk about here in a second brought it back into modern times still So this is obviously, we're not going to take it, Twisted Sister 1984 off the album Stay Hungry. Uh, First released as a single, uh, it reached number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart, making it Twisted Sister's only top 40 single. In addition, it's also the band's highest selling single in the U.S. It's uh, actually been certified gold, and we've talked about it, like I said, a few times here on the show. Uh, the song is actually meant for anyone that's tired of dealing with any kind of oppression whatsoever. He purposely kept it vague so it could be a theme for anyone. Um, it was also part of the Filthy 15, which we did an entire episode on. So if yep. you haven't, you can go back and check that out. I think this song is a weird song to be on the Filthy 15, but whatever. There was a lot of songs to be on. Yeah, we <laughs> talked know, about did, songs that could it. have been on that list as opposed to songs that did make that list. It was Right. So uh, in 2016, D. Snyder actually gave magician Chris Chris Angel the rights to use this song as an anthem for his help or heal every life possible charity. Um, they did this song, I think, in reference to, I think, children with cancer. They turned it into a ballad. It's actually really, really good if you haven't checked it, it out. Yeah, it's it's really good. <laughs> and like all the proceeds of that sale went to help kids with cancer and things. So it was, it, yeah, the it's, it's incredible. Um, like I said, the song has staying power, man. We've talked about it numerous times. So uh, again, I can see why you picked it, but why don't you let the folks at home now know why you picked it, Matt?
1: Yeah. I mean, again, like when I, whenever I think of an anthem, it's, you know, something that, you know, just kind of gets you pumped up and ready to go for the day. So it's like, listen to it in your car on the way to work and just be like, <laughs> I'm going to kick this day in the balls.
0: That comment's gonna come back and bite you on the next song, but cool, <laughs> I just think of a song that get you pumped yeah. up, and then I'm gonna play the next song, and you to be like, "Or depresses you, yeah
1: <laughs> well, depending on depending on if you're playing them in the order that I sent them to you or uh, probably if you not. switch the order. I don't know, yeah. I just take the notes and write them down i think and, you I think you switched it up based on what you just said. It so, doesn't
0: matter in uh, the end, this song's still on your list
1: <laughs> not, you're not wrong you're not wrong uh it's still just a, you know i, I I'm I'm jumping ahead on that, so we're going to go back to talking about we're not going to take it. My <laughs> sister.
0: So I'm sorry, um, I know I derailed you, but it's funny. You're like, you I de-railed just, like when I think hell. of anthems, oh, I think God. of songs that really pump you up, and I'm like, I know what songs. Uh-huh, on your list. I know
1: what's coming. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but we'll get back to the pumped up thing. I promise. He'll get a, He'll yeah. get, he'll bring oh, you yeah. back full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah it all come back around. <laughs> yeah,
1: that 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 other song might be a drive home song instead of on the way to work so it's once you've been defeated by the day there you go let's listen
0: to number four on my list which is probably number three now uh it, it was number four in the notes but sometimes i yeah. i shift stuff around according to when i'm writing the notes how i find shit also uh sometimes i move stuff around going Hey, I, I think on his list, it'd be really cool to go out on this song because... Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> so, Which,
1: by the way, did you catch that I have my song notes up in front of me now? Instead of just going, I don't know what song we're talking about.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, whoa, <laughs> we're learning after...
1: <laughs> we're learning,
0: everybody. It's only been, what, 72 <laughs> so, episodes? So should I go ahead and play shit? your next song to let people know why it. I was laughing so hard? Yeah. Remember, he thinks of anthems as songs that really pump you up and get you going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the, the there's not a little bit of an upbeat in the song, but it's definitely yeah, not a happy song. Like a march, it's not like a march. It's not a happy song. On. That's for oh, sure.
1: Yeah, and then you're like, wait, pe- children dying and dead in the streets. What the hell? It's funny because
0: oh. Matt went. Uh, we all went a little different in what we took as '80s anthems. And Matt almost went with songs that were anthems, at least the way I take it, to specific things in the 80s. Does that make sense?
1: Unintentionally, for the record, I was not going for that <laughs> well, like, on purpose. Did. It just kind of happened. See, I thought you did. I thought uh, this was how
0: your take no, on it. Matt's hot but This take.
1: one, I literally just like, I, I remember the video and it's like, you, okay, say what you will about Bono now, but Bono in the 80s. Could get a fucking crowd going. Sure. Like crazy. I think he's still. Agree, yeah. And he's like waving that flag on stage in the video, and just like the live performance version of it, and the whole crowd is just going nuts. And it's like it yeah. makes you completely forget, as I did as well, that Sunday Bloody Sunday is about a very horrible event yeah. that took place. Yeah,
0: which so, a lot of a weird lot of song
1: to play
3: on St. Patty's.
0: Day, a lot of U two songs are yeah, are political though. That's not yeah. that uncommon. Yeah. Uh, this is from 1983. As I said, it's it's U two. Um, it's off the album "War," uh, released as the third single off the album. Uh, the lyrics, as Matt was as, was hinting at, describe like the different horrors felt <clears throat> of the uh, the Northern Ireland, like all the troubles that take place in Northern Ireland, and many many of them. Act- the, the the theme of the, the title of the song. Damn, I got there, guys. It Took me a second. The title yeah. of the song. Um, and what the song actually focuses primarily on was the uh, "quote unquote" bloody Sunday incident in 1972 that took place in Derry, where British troops shot and killed on on um, like civilians, uh, civil rights protesters. They were just out there uh, protesting their civil rights, and the, and I guess the military came out and just opened fire on them. So this is considered one of U two's signature songs today, though. So Matt, I mean your your point is well taken. This is a huge song for them. They still perform it to this day. And a lot of critics rate this as one of their, the the biggest political protest songs of all time. So again, like I said, to me, I thought you were going for a theme like this is a this is a protest anthem from the eighties and this is a so it works yeah. either way. Yes. That was that was my plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All what, along. That's what I was doing. That was, that was
1: my intentions. <laughs> I mean it works.
0: It worked well. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> oh wow no, it's Honestly, it was probably just, like, getting the mental image of the video, like I said, just, like, oh, man, yeah, that, like, a good, you know, it could, like, could it be played at a basketball game to get you all pumped up?
0: Probably, uh, maybe.
1: Yeah, could it, could it have, you know, had another meaning altogether, which, yes, this one definitely did. And, yeah, does. It <laughs> it I didn't, didn't realize it at the time. You I mean it's not about basketball? Yeah, like you me it's not it's not like hey man. I
0: thought this was Shaquille on-
1: O'Neal has to come out here and dunk on some bitches. I thought this was no, played on
0: Sundays like- during football games when yeah. somebody's getting their ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, it's all oh, it's bloody Sunday, bloody everybody.
1: Sunday. Like, oh, I guess the shit.
3: Celtics could, you know, maybe get away with it.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: Can I? Can we? Can we tangent? Very, very short. Like real brief tangent on how how irritated their name makes me because they're not the Celtics. They're the Celtics. It's the Celtics. And in any other oh, time, people call them the Celtics. But when it's the sports team, they refer to them. And as then the they Celtics. get corrected.
1: Like, no, it's the Celtics. Isn't that weird? Is that an S? Isn't oh, that man, weird it's a though? C.
0: Why is hmm. only the sports team referred to as the Celtics? when the word is the Celtics and, and Celtics. every other lowest common denominator. You it, it's weird, right? Uh, again, Matt Same. goes a little political on the next one. It's a great freaking song though, Matt. I think that you've done like, I think that you talking about the fact that the video is why it got, why it stuck in your head as an anthem for you too, though, makes a lot of sense. I like your reasoning why you think these things are anthems. Um, because to you it was, you're like, I, I mean, I can't get the yeah. video out of the head. All I saw was this dude in the '80s getting an entire crowd charged up. Fair, good point. Yeah. The next mm-hmm. one's that's also one of my favorite things to watch
1: too is just like live concert footage. Oh yeah, where like great. you see just a sea of people all there for the same reason. They're all there to check out whatever band's playing, and then the band you know hits like one specific part of the song, and then the whole crowd just goes insane. Yeah, I love that. They that's all one of my lose favorite it. Things. Yeah,
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah. Gives you like gives you Limp biscuits, break stuff. Gives you stock bombs when you see it. You know,
1: yeah, it's pretty cool. Shit getting lit on fire. Porta potties getting tipped over. <laughs> oh yeah, fires breaking out fire. because Fred Durst told everybody to break some stuff. You know, fire, <laughs> fire,
0: like that kind of thing. I Water's eight
3: dollars here. Break water, stuff. Water yeah.
0: only seven fifty at my stand. Um, so your next song is a great freaking song. Again, very political. <laughs> But fantastic song. I love this song so much, man. This, when you say songs that get you charged, this one definitely is amongst them.
4: Cult of
2: personality. <laughs> like Orsonida And a can I'm the cult of personality. The cult of personality. The cult of personality.
4: You
3: Neolites. know, I actually thought about playing this song no ba- on my list. It's but I, thought I love it was when like that in that 90s. Yeah. No, it actually falls
0: happens. 1988. It falls right at the end. Yeah, you love it when somebody damn. else considers putting the song on their list. Is that what you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we're all kind of on the same page, yeah. but then, mm-hmm. you know, we have to kind of fight it out. Yeah. Like we, I mean, we have to clear 80s. stuff off our list, you know, it's like yeah. most of us come with more songs and then we narrow it down and then we have to support our reasons for narrowing it down. It's one of the reasons we like when the, yeah. when the uh, listeners participate, because sometimes they hit stuff we wanted to, and we couldn't, you know? Yeah.
3: It's like a weird psychic mind meld. So
0: yeah. no, this is living color. This is culture personality it actually, uh, was released off the vivid album in 1988. So it squeaked in there, man. Um, reached number 13 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number 9 on the Billboard Album Rock Charts. Uh, it won the Grammy Award for Best Hard Rock Performance at the 32, 32nd Annual, the 32-second. <laughs> the 32-second Annual Grammy Awards. Yeah, they
1: really made them shorten their acceptance speeches
0: down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after this one? <laughs> yeah. Start playing you off real quick.
1: 32 seconds, everybody. Get off the stage.
0: Um, It's uh, it's music video won the MTV Music Video Award for Best Group Video and uh, MTV Video Music Award for Best New Artist as well. So, I mean, obviously. And I the hear song.
1: they uh, really boosted the sales of wetsuits, too. <laughs> because isn't that weird that they wear wetsuits? Yeah. <laughs> like, what was going yeah. on with that? <laughs> Like Could have been bike shorts. Nope. Let's wear wetsuits. Yeah.
0: Let's go one layer thicker. One layer thicker. Uh, so of the song, of the song itself, guitarist Vernon Reed has said the whole idea was to move past the duality of that's a good person, that's a bad person. What do the good and the bad people have in common? Is there something that unites Gandhi and Mussolini? Why are they who they are? And uh, part of its, that's part of its charisma. So I mean, definitely you get that in the song. I mean, there's the whole point behind the song is, you know, what makes someone bad and what makes someone good. And is there anything that – is there a common denominator? Is there a common line that we can all follow? So the song's great. The message is great. The video is great. It gets you charged. When you hear that – I mean, when you hear that guitar kick in, you're you're revving and ready to go. I'll let Mm -hmm. Matt tell me why he chose this song.
1: Yeah. Um, By the way, this song could also fall under the misheard lyrics – <laughs> for me, at least.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. What was the, the end? When,
1: well, when he's, you know, at the end, I am the cult of, I am the cult of, and just keeps repeating that. I'm the uh, cult For the longest I time, I thought he was saying, I, "I need a cough drop." So
2: <laughs> I need a cough drop. I need a cough drop. <laughs> yeah.
1: and, like, well, yeah. After singing this after whole singing song,
0: that You probably song, do. You my yeah, a
1: you need a, you know, get a, get a little throat lozenge going I on. I need get, a cough get a drop. Get illusions going for you. I need a yeah. cough. Some halls. So, right. oh, God. But no, um, it's it's just a great song, like just all around, like like you said, the the opening guitar riff and then just it, it joins in with the rest and just just kicks you in the ass and keeps going and then makes you think on top of all that. Yeah. Too. And the fact yeah.
0: that it came out and at the end of the 80s, it could also be looked at as a good anthem for the entire decade because it's summing mm, yeah. a lot of stuff up from the yeah. decade. So I think that's pretty cool, too. Great song, man. Uh, Matt, big fan. Matt is gonna finish off his list with a (laughs) call. Absolute favorite, as the kids say. Um, this song is so stupid, but we all know it and love it. (laughs) And again, I when we talk about it, I'm gonna tell you why I thought you were going for themes here, because (laughs) I I thought this was your like out of all the cheesy. Inspirational movie. This was kind of my joke. Like this was your like wrap up of all of those. This is your (laughs) '80s action movie anthem. (laughs) Like I I don't know. Here you go. Oh, what's Hell up, yeah. Karate Kid nerds? This Hell is the 1984 yes. All-Valley Karate Championship theme song, You're the Best by Joe Esposito. Um, now,
3: is it weird that the first thing I think of when I hear this song is about shaving? I think it was like a <laughs> totally. commercial. Totally, was not Because if it wasn't, it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. Gillette. Like, You're the best. <laughs> right. I nick myself. Shit. <laughs>
0: If it's not, somebody needs to get on that like that right away. Uh, no, this is Joe Espinito's You're the Best, uh, obviously from Karate Kid, but there's more. Um, so it's not from Rocky like I thought it was? No, and we'll get to That's weird that you say that, okay. though. Um, yeah. so, it just seems like a movie to make you punch sides of beef. So there were criticism when they this movie was well, it's, well again it was weird that you got Rocky was from the seventies so we'll get there but Rocky huh? one of the I've Rockies... I've never seen Rocky so one of the Rockies was not so we'll get there. Um, there was a lot of criti- criticism to the song being played in Karate Kid because a lot of critics came out and said that there's a line in it say history repeats itself and that's inappropriate because they played it during uh, Daniel Larusso's first All Valley tournament in Karate Kid so it's it's not repeating itself. And Joe Esp- Esposito came out and said, uh, well, yeah, but this song was was intended for Rocky III. Uh, but oh, well, but they replaced yeah. it with Eye of the Tiger. And uh, so it would have made sense in Rocky Three, And then and then it was supposed to be on the fla- Flashdance soundtrack. Uh, and, and they replaced that with Maniac. <laughs> and so Karate Kid's director, <laughs> uh, Joe, what's his name, Avildsen or something like that, he liked the song a lot. So he put it in the movie. And, it's uh, like,
1: hey, you know that song that's been kicking around for the past four years? Nobody wants it. Yeah. We want it. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> we'll put it in our movie about a kid from wherever the hell he was from, Jersey, moving out to wherever the hell he moved to, California. probably California or something, yeah. and meeting up with Mr. Miyagi and learning how to wax on and wax off
0: and do uh, crane kicks in the beach. Poetical. Hell yeah. Um, that's, that's the. This this song is interchangeable with just about any of these songs. So you could you could go, you know, we could go to Transformers. You got the touch, I mean, it's all the same, right? We could you got the power. I am a real American. Like they're all these, (laughs) they're all cheesy. (laughs) I mean, they're horribly cheesy. And we go back now, but now they hold so much nostalgia. Like when you hear them. And the fact that Cobra Kai is so is so big right now. What are your guys' thoughts on the fact that they're going to make a Karate Kid spinoff movie that's not based on Cobra Kai, though? Uh,
4: uh, this is the first I didn't know I've that. Heard was of it.
3: Yeah,
0: so, yeah. Because of the popularity of Cobra Kai, they're going to make a Karate Kid movie, but it's not going to be about Cobra Kai. Like they're just trying to cash in on the name. And I think it's
3: a is it going to oh, be with about the uh, whole uh, Jackie Chan, you know. Yeah, James no Smith. but i heard it's supposed
0: it. to go back to like the roots of like mr miyagi like they, they're they're following some of that stuff i don't know oh they should make a cameo in yeah cobra kai
3: that'd who? be interesting
0: who
1: drag out uh,
0: jackie chan and the guy that James know,
1: Smith? yeah was on like they just visit the dojo and yeah. just you know, yeah. know be- at least have Fu a picture instead. of him in the him background him Kung Fu instead you yeah. have to do yeah. Or just like a little shrine.
0: Hey, a shrine not a not a popular opinion, but I didn't hate the the Jackie Chan Karate Kid movie. I actually thought it was decent. I just never could understand why they called it Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah never, because I never it's made. not you know right. Well, here's the thing: karate. So the kid moves to 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 uh to China, right? Mm-hmm. And he's being picked on by other kids there, and they're calling him Karate Kid. It makes <laughs> like I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't get it. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but the movie's good. And look, Jackie Chan is fantastic in it. And if nothing else, you know you need to watch it for him because he's really good in it. So I just just want to say, uh, that Pat was Marita. Matt's list. That was his name. I was Pat Morita was Mr Miyagi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like trying to think. Matt, of it for some reason, that's your list. Um, all real Looked quick. Uh, do you want to tell us why you picked your the best by Joe Esposito? It's, again, man, it's just it's like the super best cheesy. Oh, yeah. bro,
1: <laughs> Like, if you ever really, like, feel just, like, really crappy, just put this on. It's like, oh, man, maybe I am the best around.
0: Yeah, because when you hear and how bad the lyrics just, are, you're like, I am best. I could do yeah. better than that. I could write yeah. way better than this. I only play this song while I'm shaving.
1: History <laughs> repeating itself, except in Rocky III.
0: Dude, that's so good that you said that.
1: And yeah. I, I, I want to see a, a Gillette. Why is Gillette yeah. the only razor company we can think of right
0: now? I well because they're mm. they're because uh, they're the best around. You're the, Boom. Uh, the best the best of man. Could well, get, this is right? por-
3: before Dollar Shave Club and all of them. So.
0: Not a sponsor. But, <laughs> no, no I sponsored. want you to get. Uh, but isn't there's the best a man can get? That's probably why we're yeah the
1: best a man could get. So Gillette.
0: So hey, Gillette,
1: if you want to reach out and uh, sponsor the show, yeah. Here, we'll call the us up. Song. I want you guys call to call us hear... up at
3: 513 437 2377. Damn, look at you.
1: Look at you go. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, gotta get those sponsors. You, you, you didn't address the audience directly, though. <laughs> uh, hey, <everybody>. hey, audience. <laughs> if you'd like to call into the show and uh, oh, get God. us in touch with Gillette or any other shaving company, manscaped.com. I'll let your boy. use nice Dollar uh, Shave Club. Give us a call at 513 437 2377 or 513 he read 77 for all your shaving needs i like the man you see you're better at that i know, like the, the mats
0: trying yeah. to give it the sultry you saltry. you
1: came in you came in hot though man you uh, were like well, you were on top of that I shit like that the man
0: giving it the sultry tones of Yes.
3: <laughs> here you need a slide whistle A uh, central slide whistle right.
0: right, well, uh, What his name is Man yeah,
1: Do, that, like, do Casey, it real quiet in the background Casey we'll masterpiece in the sensual slide whistles Yeah Hey everybody If you'd like to call and leave a message for the show oh my god, Just dial 513-437-277 Slide whistle it on over At 513-HERAD-77 Okay, uh, we have two more lists to go, go through. <laughs> Cut that, and we'll use it as an actual promo. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> two more lists to get through. Uh, so let's get to Kevin. Uh, we're gonna go. How into about Kevin's. we play an ad real quick? We're gonna go into Kevin's <laughs>
0: list really quick. Let's cool. play a real ad real quick. I don't have an ad. Um, I'm gonna, but I tell you what, I I can play Cle, Kevin Clevins. I can play Clevins' list. Clevin, would you like I'm me Clevin's. to play your list? Yeah, go Clevin. Yeah, sure. Let's start with Clevin's. Here you go. This is a song that Clevin thinks is an anthem. <laughs> What the hell was that? I don't know, Kevin. Why did you do that, Kevin? That was weird. (laughs) I don't know. It just just popped up. (laughs) Which things often pop up when you're talking about Prince? This is Purple Rain by Prince from 1984. Off the album from the uh, movie of the same name on all of those things. Purple Rain is the album. Purple Rain is the movie. And Purple Rain is the song. This was released as the third single from the album and it reached number two on the Billboard Hot 100 and stayed there for two weeks. But it was kept off the top spot by another song Kevin picked on a recent episode, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. The song was certified gold by the RIAA and is considered to be one of Prince's signature songs. Following Prince's death in April of 2016, Purple Rain rose to number one on the U.S. and U.K iTunes charts. I had to take a breath in there and I was losing. It. <laughs> Allowing this song to re enter the Billboard Hot 100 again, where it reached number four. It's ranked as number 18 on Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest songs of all time mm-hmm. and is included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 Songs That Shaped Rock and Roll. Now, This part's cool, and I want you guys to, if you didn't know this, which which Kevin very well may have already known this, this song was written as a country song, and it was intended to be a collaboration with Stevie Nicks. Now, according to Stevie Nicks, she received a 10-minute instrumental version of the song from Prince, um, and he requested her to write some lyrics, but she said she listened to the song and felt totally overwhelmed, and she said, I got scared. I called him back, and I said, I can't do it. I wish I could, but it's just way too much for me. So then at a rehearsal, Prince asked his backing band, band if they could uh, try the song out. And he said, I want to try something before we go home. It's mellow. So according to Lisa Coldman, uh Kevin's cousin, uh, Prince. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. <laughs> hey, Lisa. What's going on? Uh, Prince then changed the song after Wendy... Uh, Mel, how do you say her name? Melvoin. Melvoin. Yeah. Uh, Melvoin. Yeah, that's good. After Wendy started playing guitar chords to accompany the song, she said he was excited to hear it voiced differently. It took out that country feeling. Then we all started playing it a bit harder and taking it more seriously. We played it for six hours straight, and by the end of that day, we had it mostly written and arranged. According to Prince, "Purple Rain" pertains to the end of the world and being with the one you love and letting your faith in God or whatever guide you through the Purple Rain. So there you go. A lot.
3: Yeah, uh, enough, I did not know that.
0: Be, that it was I'll originally supposed to be a country song with Stevie Nicks? Yeah, I kind of
3: want to hear a country version of Purple Rain.
0: I kind of want to hear a version with him and Stevie Nicks. It's a, it's a shame they didn't even cut a demo. That would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. I would have been totally down for that, yeah. No, that would have been cool. Um. So there. here's the thing, man. There are... So many Prince songs you could have picked as an anthem, and any any one of them would have worked as an as an eighties anthem. Um, you want to hear
3: something really fucked up.
0: I could take a guess. This why is you... my least
3: favorite <laughs> Prince song, but you but... still love it, right? <laughs> I still love it. Yeah, it's, um, just weird. it's weird.
0: But I can take a guess why you picked it. But why don't you tell people why you picked it as an eighties anthem?
3: Well, I always heard like the origins of this you know of the song Purple Rain is that. Prince uh, was, uh, you know, was, uh, let's see, I want to say the second act of a, I forget which artist he was uh, performing with, but he was kind of um, jealous that he was getting all this, uh, the artist who was actually, um, um, you know, he was actually supposed to, you know, sing, uh, not backup for, but um, uh, let's see, uh, sing beforehand that he was getting all this attention for singing this one song. And from what Prince was told is that the reason why he was getting all this attention is because he, that song was specifically meant for arenas and like a big anthem song. So Prince kind of did the same thing with purple rain.
0: Oh, so he was writing an anthem that could be played in arenas. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And I could so see it That's fitting. the way I heard. Yeah. I mean, the song is composed in such a way that, like, even when you're just listening to it on your headphones or whatever, you hear that very bombastic, like, it's in there. Like, it's all in there. It's it's surrounds you when you hear this song. So I could see that. Um, also, dude, like, as far as Prince songs go, not my favorite Prince song either. I love it. Not my favorite. Actually, I know what your favorite is or one of your favorites, and it's also one of mine, but... Definitely one of his most popular songs. Mm-hmm. In that all of Prince songs are popular, but everyone knows this one. And if it comes on and you're out somewhere, everybody starts just wailing, right? Everybody's gonna stop and they're gonna they're gonna clench their fists and look up and they're gonna go purple rain, right? purple rain. Pur- you know? pur- pur- <laughs> they're all gonna start belting it out, which mm-hmm. is gonna play into a lot of the songs I chose for my list. By the way, just songs that everyone knows and screams and belts out and which kind of makes them anthems, but uh, great song, great song. And I could see why it made your list. Um, I, I'm curious on some of your others. Uh, this next one I totally get, and uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful song and deserves a lot of love. And uh, I will tell you about the conversation I had in the car with my wife about this song after I play the song. Obviously this is You Shook Me All Night Long by nine by nineteen eighty, by ACDC off the nineteen eighty album Back in Black, which is my favorite ACDC album. Trailed very uh very closely behind by Who Made Who, which oddly enough, this song also appears on that album. So kind of works for me. Uh the I'll get into the the history a little bit, um, but I want to tell you like what I was just saying. I was talking to my wife about this song and about the list we put together. And um, we had talked on a previous episode not that long ago about how it's hard with ACDC because their songs are kind of timeless and it's hard to figure out which yeah, decade these it, songs are. Yeah, we're kind
3: of timeless too because when I first heard this song, I thought it was in the 70s, but apparently it was the 80s. Which she also yeah. thought,
0: well, 1980, so it just hit in. But she also was like, was that 70s or 80s? And I'm like, here's the thing about it. This song is still today played in clubs and kids are mm-hmm. still screaming out, you shook me all night long. So again, it kind of works. So this is A C D C's first single with Brian Johnson um after Bond died. So it was kind of a it was released as a single, it did great, it was kind of set the trend that the band was gonna be okay. Uh reached number thirty-five on the US Hot 100 pop singles chart and it placed at number ten on VH One's list of hundred greatest songs of the eighties. It was also number one on VH One's top ten ACD song A C D C songs, and Guitar World placed You Shook Me All Night Long at number 80 on their 100 Greatest Guitar Solos list. Then in 2021, it was ranked at number 287 on Rolling Stone's Top 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. So it's got some pretty good pedigree. Uh, Kev, why this
3: song? It just always, this song kind of, when I every time I hear this song, I just think going to a club, you know, and then... All of a sudden, the DJ plays this song. Let's say it's around, let's say the club opens at around maybe nine. All right. This song would play at around 11. Okay. And everybody's <laughs> a little tipsy. All right. Kind of very this specific. Song. He's very, and, very and, uh, specific. I like, like, yeah. almost like he was the Well, game. I guess I could actually, f- anytime I, this get like this song transport me to, you know, certain clubs. You know, it like uh, across uh, Newport, it was like actually a Newport a levee across the river here in Cincinnati. Um, but uh, I want to say it was in Jefferson Hall. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think about times there, you know, uh, the uh, there's a little bit of smoke in the air. I'm not quite sure what kind of smoke, but a little bit of smoke in here uh, in the air, a little uh, cloudy. Uh, uh, let's see. Mist uh, coming from the fog machine. Um. You know, There's a bunch of uh, checks smelling like cotton what, candy what the hell is happening? for some reason. <laughs> what
4: is, what is um, happening?
3: There's uh, you know, there's uh, little
1: people there just kind of uh, Wait, what dancing for what? what, whoa, 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 whoa. what pause, of, pause, what, pause, what pause, pause. What do you mean by little people? Are we talking like time man situation, night, or just like what? <laughs> it was a wild night? Okay. <laughs>
0: Stewart was there. That's what he yeah. meant.
2: a lot of tattoos, oh
0: God. <laughs> Cool. Uh, yeah, man. Randy uh, Newman's on stage playing play. short people. Yeah. So here's Kevin's next song because <laughs> I don't know that we just let him keep talking.
1: I kind of wanted to see how far you would go into this, yeah. like, and at some point, in the blood sprinklers come on, and it's recreating the scene in Blade.
0: Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna play his next and meanwhile, song.
3: Meanwhile, a jazz musician nope. starts playing bagpipes. Nope, I'm gonna yeah. play his next song now. <laughs> this is okay. Kevin's
0: next song.
1: <laughs> Carry on. <laughs>
0: Free ball, free That's ball, what you hear man. when you hear free falling. Free, free ballin'. You've never sang free ballin' to free falling before? <laughs> no. Wow, no, dude. No, no. I thought everybody oh. He's did He's like, that. no, I have
1: respect for the song. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, anytime I heard this song was like during like uh, memoriums and whatnot, it gets a little sad, but <laughs> it's kind of joyous. This song is because You know that person
0: by yeah. Tom Petty. Free ballin'. Where are they free falling
1: to? 1989. Though, it's a memorial song. Hell,
4: Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon, the Grand Canyon. What is
0: happening here? (laughs) The Grand Canyon. I don't even know, (laughs) dude. Are you feeling a little cloudy this morning, Kev? Um, This is the opening track from uh, Full Moon Fever from 1989. Uh, The song was written about werewolves. Hey, this song was written by Tom (laughs) Petty. And do you guys know who helped write this song? We've the ta- heartbreakers. We've talked about this person on the show before, writing songs with Tom Petty. Oh, um,
1: the guy that was in Traveling Wilburys, correct? Uh, Bob
0: Dylan, and also Electric Light Orchestra, it's Jeff Lynne. Uh, oh, Jeff okay, Lynn. yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually has Jeff Lynn on the backing vocals and bass guitar of this song, so you actually hear Jeff uh, Lynn in the song. They 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 uh, collaborated a lot, which I it was great because ELO also one of my favorite bands, and Tom Petty one of my favorite singers. So, um. This song, the duo wrote and recorded in a single day, I'm sorry, in two days, making it the first song completed for Full Moon Fever. Um, It's his highest and longest charting song, and it peaked at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 singles charts. In January of 1990, um, it became the third and final top ten hit off the album. Uh, well, no, his third and final top 10 hits, not off the album. He didn't have 10 hits off that album because that would have been a fucking album right there, buddy. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, it ranked whoo. this song is ranked uh, number 219 on Rolling Stones, 500 greatest songs of all time. So, Kev. Well, I mean, this uh,
3: Tom Petty just seems to be like one of those, you know, artists that like anything that he sings could honestly be an album sort of like ACDC in a way. But um, you know, free falling just kind of makes me feel peaceful, yeah. and uh,
0: you know, just kind of—I would—I you know, would say that yep. if you're gonna pick a Petty song, it's either gonna be Free Falling or I won't back down. Either one of those, I think. Oh yeah, could fall into to the, the land hey. of anthems. Hey,
4: baby.
2: It's
0: an easy way I won't back
2: down. Yeah.
0: Well, I thought you were gonna keep going. Like I, know you're, I didn't know you were gonna take over my
1: parts. I won't back down on slide whistle.
4: Ow.
1: I'm trying to sing whistle. We you need slide to do whistle. like a like the Time Life uh, <laughs> albums. Kevin on slide whistles. With Kevin CDs. on slide whistle. <laughs> yeah, all the hits.
0: Here's Billy Jean. <laughs> Billy Jean is not my If you lover. like tainted
1: love, you'll love it as you've never heard it before.
0: Oh, tainted love, love. <laughs> Kind of Dang Dang we were going with it, man. We were okay. <laughs> uh, Kevin's next
1: song. Come on, Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runner.
0: <coughs> Fuck that.
1: You need to hear it as Kevin Casey Masterpiece does it on Side Whistle. Yeah.
0: To Ralu. Hey, Kev. Yeah. Kev. Yeah. Kev. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> what? He, can't he can't hear you said, "Dexy's." He whistles, said, though. "Come on, Eileen." By De- Dexy's Midnight Runners. What were you yeah, playing?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So here's Kevin's next song. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Kevin's next song. It is right here.
2: Nice, nice, nice.
0: I'll kill you. Nice.
2: <laughs> That
0: fucker waited exactly eight years before he tried to rip this song off. This is 1981. This is Under Pressure by David Bowie and, of course, Queen. Originally released as a single in October 1981, it was later included on Queen's 1982 album, Hot Space. The song reached number one in the UK singles charts, becoming Queen's second number one hit in their home country and Bowie's third number one hit. In that country, described as a monster rock track that stood out on the Hot Space album, as well as an incredibly powerful and poignant pop song. Under Pressure was listed at number thirty one on VH One's top one hundred greatest songs of the eighties and voted the second best collaboration of all time in a poll by Rolling Stone magazine. So there you go. I wonder what that would be a cool poll to like look into. I wonder if um like some of the songs that were considered like some of the best collaborations. Do you think dancing in the street by, uh, like Jagger and, and, and Bowie was on that list. You guys think that was on that list?
1: Um- Am I am mm. I smelling another episode we could do?
0: I know, right? That would be a pretty cool episode, like some of the yeah. best uh, collaborations. That's Paul good. Abdul and MC Scat. Shut the fuck up! I hate you. <laughs> First of all, you don't come into under pressure singing "Ice Ice Baby" and me not want to <laughs> throttle you, and then you bring up that dumbass song. I swear, man, we're, we're gonna. Sorry, we we took two steps forward, then two steps. back. We're gonna replace you. Oh. We're gonna replace you with an animated icon, is what we're gonna do. Um. <laughs> Why Almost did you like pick it? Could sell cereal. Why did you pick this song?
3: <laughs> oh, um, let's see, I don't know. I don't know. It's like uh, again. Uh, I want to say Queen and you know David Bowie, kind of are one of those artists who I think could just sing nothing but anthems. So just <laughs> nothing but anthems. Kind of, you know, it's kind of like. You know, hit those right notes. Wait, nothing but boom, boom. anthems. What's a yeah, butt anthem? But anthems. A butt hey, anthem? Top <laughs> oh, ten oh, butt but anthems. anthems. There we go. Here I like big butts on a can. Feet.
0: That's all it would be, right?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> or just some dude farting. Uh Just, uh, <laughs> Ew, oh,
0: just some butt anthem. All right, we got to finish out Kevin's list. And <laughs> yeah. uh, seriously, we're going to break it down a little, and hopefully he doesn't have anything to say bad about this one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, go for it
2: if you wanna make the take a look at yourself make
0: There you go man in the mirror Michael Jackson released in February of 1988 as the. I actually thought this song was a '90s song. I'm not going to lie. So, really, uh, released as the fourth single from um, "Bad." Actually, topped the chart, topped the Billboard Hot 100 for two weeks, becoming Jackson's tenth number one single on the chart, and was certified three time platinum by the RIAA. It was nominated for Record of the Year at the 31st Grammy Awards. So there you go. Uh, Kev, I would really like to hear why you chose this as an anthem of the 80s. Well, every time I get up in the morning, you
3: know, <laughs> oh I God. try to, you know, look in the mirror and God. I play this song just to inspire me to be
0: a better person. No, it's just. Uh, he said it with know, such it just... disdain in his voice, but it was fairly accurate. <laughs> I was like, all right. It inspires people <laughs> to be a better person.
3: <laughs> I don't know. It's just. Uh, for Man in the Mirror, you know, just anytime I hear, like, Michael Jackson, uh, this is one of the first songs that kind of pop in my head for some reason. Interesting, that's cool. Um
0: Yeah, but uh, okay. good he's, song. He's yes. like, I knew I wanted Michael Jackson. It was this or Dirty Diana, and uh, I couldn't quite decide, <laughs> and I went with this. Dirty Diana. Uh, I think this song sure. is, is an anthem. Uh, it's Again, it's played all the time, like, at different events. you hear this at sporting events. You'll hear this, you mm-hmm. know all over the place and it's it's another one of the songs that when it comes on I think people just start belting it out. They do, they just start singing it. Even when they don't know the full lyrics. <laughs> like, yeah. like you know, they try. They try. I, I'm gonna say like we're about to go into my list, and there's a song that I fully expected to be on someone's list and I am endlessly happy that it didn't make anybody's list. And I will talk about it and why I'm glad it didn't make anybody's list. Because we didn't have to bump it. So yeah. there we go. All right. No, it's not that we don't have to bump it. I'm just sick of the song. So, all right. So now we're going to go into my list. Mwahaha. Now these are the songs that, uh, like I said, I felt like we all went. Well, Kevin kind of went similar direction. I like that Matt s- seemed very themed to me. I know he says he didn't intend to, but it must have been somewhere subconscious back in his head. Like this is the, the anthem for. I mean, hell, it may have been on, all of this. Yeah. Maybe I was feeling political that week. I went with um, songs that I feel like uh, from the 80s that everyone fucking sings no matter where they're at and what they're doing. So we're going to start with a little ditty right here.
2: For Jack say, God,
0: God, we all know this is in like endless melodies at every freaking dance club across the globe Mm -hmm. at this point. This is Jack and Diane. Uh, John, do we want to call him Cougar or not Cougar? Anyway, John Mellencamp. He was Cougar. This was John Cougar Mellencamp, right? This is 1982, so this is John Cougar Mellencamp. Then he realized his middle name made him sound like a lady who wanted to sleep with young kids, and he went to just (laughs) Mellencamp. Uh, This is 1982 Jack and Diane, (laughs) right? Uh, This is off the album American Fool and was chosen by the RIAA as one of the songs of the century. Spent four weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1982 and is his most successful hit single. Interesting little tidbit here, and Kevin and I talked about this the other night, in 2014, uh, he revealed that this song was originally about an interracial company. Co- company?
2: <laughs> there's a whole
3: company of inter- <laughs> interracial inter- companies. Yeah. Well, well, welcome uh, to Jack and Diane. I'm Jack on <laughs> <I'm Jack. laughs> <I'm> Black.
0: And this <laughs> is Diane. Jack on Black. And then, what do you guys do here? Jack on <laughs> what does this company do? Well, we're interracial. Yeah, but what do you do? I mean, we're interracial. <laughs> <laughs> what are you it's, it's about, to do you This about, the song is originally about an interracial <laughs> couple. Get that right this time. <laughs> company. Whatever. I'm just trying
3: to pick your picture. The interracial
2: company. <laughs>
3: I mean, like we make black and white cookies. Um, <laughs> <or> <laughs> I think we do a lot of fusions, like uh, fusions. Uh, Mexican, uh, <laughs>
1: Korean, Mexican,
0: Asian barbecue. Yeah. This anything as if, as if in 1982 <laughs> in the 80s, all companies were either white or black or Asian, and finally John Mellon <laughs> yeah, right. created a company that let all races. <laughs> God, it's 1982. Uh, interesting tidbit: this song was about an interracial couple originally, um, but the record company he, this according to him, uh, pushed him pretty hard to change it. I'm really interested. This is what I told Kevin the other night. We were talking about this. I'm really interested in hearing what the original lyrics were and how mm-hmm. it fit with the the, the 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 flow of the song, because I would like to hear you know, what that story is all about. Um, and I also said that it really shows... I it was 1982 about on chili dogs down at the Tasty Freeze. <laughs> yeah, that line's totally different now. Um, it really. Yeah. <laughs> this
4: like, song's now
0: going now? into the naughty lyrics episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that whole that line. I mean, he says, "Let me uh, dribble off them, Bobby Brooks. Let me do it." I mean, he's already talking about banging her back behind the tree. Yeah, <laughs> this song could already be in the inappropriate lyrics. It's already naughty. Jack wants to get busy with Diane. Um, Yeah, though, I would like to hear how it fit. I would like to hear the flow in that story, and and obviously the lyrics would have been slightly different. I'm kind of curious. It also shows from 1982 how far we've come in the society and, oddly enough, how far we haven't come in the society that the record company in 1982 pushed him not to make a song about an interracial couple. Um, I think he has also come out and said he regrets that he let them persuade him not to do it, so would have been it's, it's it would be interesting to see how things would have changed if that song would have been you know a bigger hit or... i
3: definitely want to hear you know that version as well along with you know that country version of uh, purple rain yeah. but I- i want to hear both songs on the soundtrack of the little mermaid too like,
1: <laughs> oh my god
3: how you just, just want to hear white people's brains explode <laughs> yeah, right. it's like, I, oh my
0: god I don't <laughs> want to definitely not a huge tangent but you know what's funny is people are making such a big stink like why well, would they make her black i'm like you aren't freaking out enough yet that they made eric white so it's going to be an interracial couple and i want to hear how y'all lose your minds when you see that her dad is still played by a white dude <laughs> Like, people are going to be like, this is total bullshit. This ain't real. No, Not really? There, this animated character
1: that never existed in the first place be a different race than I expected to be. Well, now,
3: let me get this straight. Now, Herman Monster and Lily Monster oh, are God. two different you monsters, but uh, they make... They had a werewolf? <laughs>
0: no 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 no, kevin society's society's okay with that (laughs) that didn't bother him at all but they're monsters there's no good dirty monsters. i like when people say and again we don't want to get off on too much of a political tangent but i love when people are like (laughs) i just don't understand why they had to change the character i'm like I don't either. Why did Disney do that originally? Because in the original one, she dies. She dies. You dumbasses. You didn't have a problem with them changing mm-hmm. the character. So shut up. Disney didn't originate. Yeah, and that in story. the original
1: version, she was a fucking book. But whatever. <laughs> she you know. was.
0: She was a book. That's a different. That's weird, right? How yeah, did the book swim? It didn't
1: exist. Did the yeah, mermaid, I mean, sorry, everybody. Just- <laughs> Mermaids aren't fucking real. Yes, they are. I Matt. apologize. You shut your mouth, your Matt. Oh
0: mermaids are real dad they're, they're real. called
1: manatees they're ma- They're real to me damn it I'm a merman dad
3: <laughs> you know what if merman. the little mermaid was played merman. by manatees
1: but there was still a that human great,
0: <laughs> a human historically,
1: prince historically accurate little mermaid it's just a bunch of dugongs <laughs>
0: yeah. oh god when Eric falls in love <laughs> and they get married this is not a story I want to see <laughs> Hey, that's uh, some dude making out with
3: a
1: mer- like a manatee. He hey, you really want me to ruin your day? Look at the historical I reasoning know. why they thought they were mermaids. I'm well aware. I a just long, a bunch of sailors banging mermaids or uh, long manatees. Long time at sea. Yeah, yeah I know. Heard, way too heard, long at heard sea. Heard the stories. <laughs> yeah, if you get scurvy and start having sex with dugongs, <laughs> you get off a boat.
0: Anyway, that's why I picked Fucking Jack and weirdos. Diane. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Weird ass mermaid dance. a
3: different <laughs> route than what you <laughs> were expecting. Oh,
0: really, <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I play I'll just go ahead and play my next clip now? Rage and burn. Before I go into the history of this song, I want to point out that if you listen closely, it's pour some sugar on me. me. It's totally me. <laughs> it reminds me of like, I don't know. <laughs> I've yelled that quite a few times at the club. Pour some sugar
2: on, pour sugar on me. Pour oh, some sugar on me. me. Uh, 1987
0: Def Leppard album, Hysteria. Great album. Um, probably considered one of their best albums. Um, it reached number two on the U S billboard hot 100 pour some sugar on me. is considered the band's signature song once again, and was ranked number two on VH one's hundred greatest songs of the eighties in 1987. As far as I can remember, everyone wanted this album. Everyone was singing this song. You could not turn around without hearing this song being belted out somewhere coming out of somebody's car stereo at the club. And they still play it at the clubs today. The song is everywhere. Um, there have been remakes, there have been, they've redone versions of it. Uh, it's just a, it was just a monster hit then, and it's still, I mean, I think there's this thing where we talk about this from time to time where it's like kids today, They you you bring up the 80s and they don't know what you're talking about, but there are certain things if you bring it up, they, they'll they know it. Mm-hmm. A lot of these songs we've talked about tonight are, are, fall into that category. They may not know oh, the yeah. 80s, but they know these songs, so... This definitely falls on that list for me. Um, and that's why I picked it. It's just, uh, I remember wanting this album so freaking bad. It was one of the first cassette tapes I got, and I got it for Christmas that year. Um, this and uh, another, another band that falls on this list, actually, um, which I guess I could play next. So, <laughs> so But uh, yeah, that's why I picked it to me. this Again, these are all songs that I just remember people like screaming out and, and like they're still around today and sort of sum up the whole feel of the 80s I remember, like this song. This is 1988. Open Up and Say, Ah, uh, Poison. This is nothing but a good time. This was the other cassette tape I got that year. My first two cassette tapes I ever owned, like, actually mine. I asked for them both for Christmas, and I got them. Uh, We've talked a lot about this album cover and the fact that there's the full version where you can see the full demon face, and then you could just see the eyes. I only got the eyes, but I didn't really care back then. I just wanted it. Um, This song is uh, just fun as hell. I remember... My sister and I are sitting around watching MTV all day waiting for this video to come on. This was the first single from Open Up and Say Ah. Uh. It reached number six on the Billboard Hot 119 on the mainstream rock charts, widely regarded as one of their best songs. In 2017, Billboard and OC Weekly ranked the song number nine and number four, respectively, on their list of the 10 greatest poison songs. So, I mean, again. Everybody sings this song. I heard one of you singing it in the background. I didn't know which one it was, but I heard you. I heard. You. Hey, I heard you.
4: I heard you. Be nothing, but
0: I <laughs> it was
1: Kevin because I was muted that whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I even responded and realized I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working on artwork for this as we speak. That's so, it.
0: so, I'm Why did Shaggy? Shaggy's, forget he's on the song <laughs> shaggy sounds like he should like voice like cartoon characters like stitch <laughs> yeah <You laughs> oh, oh, family. Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. they're doing a live oh. action version of lilo oh, and stitch, family <laughs> which i'm i'm actually really into the idea of them doing a live they're doing a live action version of lilo and stitch and i'm kind of like i think that could be a lot of fun actually i guess Going to be a little bit like Alf in some way. It's going to have a weird puppet
1: that everybody ends up falling through the floor trying to get around.
0: But I really do. Uh, if you, by the way, go online and watch outtakes from Alf, they're pretty brilliant. <laughs> There's one where he's like pretending to eat the cat, and like he gets his whole freaking mouth around the cat head before the girl walks in, and he he turns around, and he's like, "You could have entered a little bit sooner," is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's just a whole bunch of outtakes. It's pretty. And they're all dying laughing at him because he's still doing it as puppet for him. You know, it's pretty good. Um, Next one on my list. Again, I don't really. I feel like all of these speak for themselves as to why I picked them. Like they're all the same answer. Like you guys will know as soon as I hit this why I picked this as an 80s anthem. <laughs> This is "Jump" from Van Halen off 1984 album 1984. Uh, this was Van Halen's <laughs> most successful single, reaching number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. One of the things, that, reasons I think it's so cool that this is their most successful single is this was actually a lot different than a lot of the music they did. Um, this song differs from a lot of Van Halen songs in that it was actually driven by a keyboard, not you know, which is a little unusual for them. The song does contain a guitar solo, and it's a very popular, famous guitar solo, as most of their guitar solos are. David Lee Roth dedicated the song to martial arts legend Benny the Jet Urquidez. I can never say his name, Urqu- Urquidez. Anyway, he's he's a famous martial artist. He's actually been in a lot of movies, and you've probably seen him if you don't know who he is by name alone. Um oh, so. now I'm going
3: to have to look that up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He was in, um, yeah, he's, he's a like a famous kickboxer, and I'm pretty sure that uh, John Cusack trained with him as well. So, really? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Gross Point Blank. He's, he, he's in Gross Point Blank. He's like the assassin, one of the assassins that tries to kill. Uh, that movie's great, by the way, if you've never seen Gross Point Blank. Um, anyway, uh, Ted Templeman recalls that Jump <coughs> was recorded at Eddie Van Halen's newly constructed home studio, And engineer Don Landy and Ed, whoever Ed is, I'm assuming Eddie. (laughs) It's weird to hear somebody refer to Eddie Van Halen as Ed because, like, we wouldn't. Like, we would have been like, hey, Mr. Van Halen, Um, but never Ed. Anyway, they put the track down alone in the middle of the night. Uh, We recut it once in in one take for sonic reasons. That's what he said. And then Dave wrote the lyrics that afternoon in the backseat of his Mercury convertible. We finished all vocals that afternoon and mixed it that evening, which I think is pretty cool when one considers. Uh, yeah, this is this is a huge arena rock song, man. It's it's just one of those that, like Matt was saying earlier, gets everybody charged when they hear it. It's not like, you know, everybody knows "Jump" by Van Halen, and everybody. Yeah. You know it gets it, it gets the crowd going that's for sure yeah,
3: especially at funerals
0: yeah i mean <laughs> i want to play to my funeral so it's especially funerals
1: yeah yeah i mean everybody's down let's
2: kind of
3: <laughs> let's, you
1: know, let's last we well jump
2: jump. You oh, do you die from? jump
1: well we'll see about that <laughs> he, <yeah.
0: What? laughs> <Yeah>. he can't <laughs> yeah. yeah he's I'm been cre- he's been cremated <laughs> He can't jump anywhere. To we throw, can throw up his We ashes. can throw him in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want you guys. to. At, at my, we'll jump I want a memorial. Ashes. I want a memorial service, and I want you guys to take some of my ashes, and I want you to stand up on stage, look very solemn, and all of a sudden go jump and just <laughs> fling ashes in <laughs> no, no, no. the air. No, no, no. No. I I know how your funeral is going to happen. Thanks.
1: Kevin, I've been planning it for a long a time. Fanny pack. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin puts all your ashes in a fanny pack, walks down the aisle, wearing a cowboy hat, pulls out the slide whistle, opens up the fanny pack, throws a handful, and just as he plays taps. There you go. <laughs>
3: Yeah, his yeah. yeah. tabs on this lock. It's a very
1: solid, a very. Uh, this, is a, this is kind of a throwback to an old episode. Matt's actually. like, Matt's yeah. like,
0: I know how your funeral's gonna go. I've been planning <laughs> I've been it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker, don't like that. I don't don't like that. I get upset by by a typo on the Munsters credit. Oh. I'll show your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback. Yeah, that's well, a all we're gonna say is we didn't guy, really yeah. care for the monsters remake, and Matt apparently hated hates it more than anyone else in the world oh, because it's a bad movie, but also because of a typo in the end credits. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta see that it's typo. An inexcusable typo. In my <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't mean to get you started. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm done i'm done talking about it we, I yeah, getting we, in, I started, we talked about
0: it a lot off air getting endless texts from at. matt today like i'm just saying the typo
1: <laughs> <sighs> meanwhile i, I fat finger the shit out of my phone all the time i know
0: but this was a movie just constant you typos. know somebody should have checked that and and yeah. your, your point I mean, got editors your point whatnot. was valid not that it was a typo but that it was kind of a typo on a major character that if you're going to get one yeah. person right, that's the person. So yeah. I get it. You were get,
3: get right.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, they fucked up. But yeah.
1: It's a very minor character in the movie for the record. But the actor playing him is, you know, it's a legacy. It's a yeah. legacy actor. Yeah. You know, from the original series. Yeah. And the only one, one up, from yeah. the original series.
0: All I'm saying is try harder. Well, aren't the rest of the... you? Know, People in the original series dead. Dead, yes. That's why my point was it's the only one they could get, so they could have at least got his name right in the credits. Yeah, with the figure. All right, so this is is a tough one for me. I really went into this, you know, I mean, obviously this is the last song on my list, and it was kind of one of those things where there were a lot of songs that I thought could really be up there as kind of an ultimate anthem. I'm going to say how uh, happy I was. Well, I'll bring it up in the song. Let me play this song, and then I'll kind of talk about the song I was happy. Didn't make the list. But to me, this might be close to one of the ultimate, like, 80s anthems just because everyone sings this song. Living on a Prayer, 1986. This is the second uh, chart topper from their third album, which was Slippery When Wet. This gave the band their first number one hit on the Billboard Mainstream Rock Chart and their second consecutive number one Billboard Hot 100 hit. It's also, again, the band's signature song, their most famous song. I will also argue it is one of the most sung 80s songs of all time, with maybe one exception. The song that I did almost add, um, but that I didn't want to add, and that I'm surprised neither of you added, because this song drives me nuts. And that is "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. I was kind of <laughs> shocked it didn't make anybody's list. This I would argue. There's an argument to be made that "Living on a Prayer" and "Don't Stop Believing" might be two of the most sung '80 songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, that's why Don't Stop Believing gets on my nerves because it's, you just always freaking hear it. And every yeah. woo girl in the club goes nuts when it comes on. <laughs> so, <sighs> I believe it's uh, the number one song on the
1: songs that make white people go crazy playlist <laughs> that I found on Spotify. Is
0: that a real thing? Songs that make. What is a very? Oh, real it thing. is true. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's a real thing. No, it's very true. Can very we? True. We no, should tone that down to I songs will, that make. I'll send you
1: the link. After we should
0: this, tone so, it down yeah. a little bit. Although I could see white people definitely, we could we could tone it into songs that make white make white girls go crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, they tend to smell like cotton candy. Just like- <laughs> Love it. Unlike the rest of you that smell like bologna. He said that once. (laughs) (laughs) You are correct, sir. Just a little racism for your old buddy Casey. I love it. It White people smell like baloney. It wasn't racism. It was a valid question that you asked. You weren't being racist. Oh,
3: that's right. It was just a question. It was a question. That's a whole. Instead, it became a fact.
0: It's an (laughs) old topic. Funny. I wish I could find those somewhere. We'd like, oh, insert yeah. them one time as like bonus content. Geekin' News. Geekin' News, yeah. You know? It might be on YouTube still. Uh might. Well, we didn't put them on YouTube. It wasn't YouTube. We used you a service huh. that is, I don't think, around anymore. Blip. I think it was called Blip. Mm. Mm-hmm. This song was certified triple platinum for over 3 million digital downloads. And the official music video has over 936 million views on YouTube as of July of this year. So... Again, I think that making a valid point that this is one of the most you know sung songs of the eighties. Probably, I, I, there's some reasoning behind me saying that. There are vi- There's a video on TikTok right now that is wonderful. It's a park. This is a bunch of people in a park, and there's this little old man sitting on a bench, and just out of nowhere, in the middle of the park, he goes. He's like, "Whoa,
2: we're halfway
0: there," and the next thing you know, somebody goes. Whoa, living on a prayer. And before a few, you know, before it's it's over, everybody in the park, he doesn't know any of these people. They're all singing, living on a prayer with this guy. And I just think it's like a wonderful video. You know, like this dude's just sitting there like, I'm going to get these people. I'm going to make them happy today. And he did it. (laughs) This little old dude, man. I mean, he's got to be like late 70s, not who you would ever think would start wailing, living on a prayer in the park. (laughs) And it's fantastic. It is so good, man. And I and it's a real like it's a real video. Like they're just filming him, or he's filming him. So I don't know, but I love it. And but it just goes to show the power of this song and and uh, like how it and the power of love and yeah, the power of love, which didn't make our lists. So so there uh, you go. By the way, I just sent you that list. It's called Songs That Get White People Turnt. <laughs> Turned Turned <laughs> Turnt. And uh, and uh, oddly, oddly enough, oddly enough, there's a list online uh words that white people shouldn't use and turnt is on that. So. <laughs> turnt is on it, I bet yeah. so it's amazing. Turnt. <laughs> turnt. <laughs> I didn't
1: make the list. I just shared the link with you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
0: turnt. Turnt. <laughs> turnt. Love it. Oh, oh, so that's our list. So let's tell you guys some of our uh listeners uh picks for for the lists because we have a few. I'm gonna first go to um Facebook. You guys can go over there, join our uh, Tapeworms fans of the Mixtape podcast, and you can see things like this when we ask questions, what would you put on these lists? And you can kind of uh, give your feedback, and we'll put them on the show. First one we mentioned was from Tapeworm Terry. Uh, he said, we don't need another hero by Tina Turner. That's a pretty good one. This is a really good one that comes from, from Matt's wife, it, the, 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 his, the definite better half over there. Connie yeah. says, girls just want to have fun. That's actually a really good one to put on the list. Mm. And then we have Mike Brinkman over there who said safety dance by Men Without Hats, which also would have been a pretty good choice, I think. Um, and then we are also on Twitter, and we have quite a few replies on our tweet Twitter feed this week. A lot of them came from uh, one of the guys we follow over there, G.I. Joe Aficionado. He says uh, winds of change by Scorpion would have been really good. He also said we didn't start the fire by Billy Joel would have been really good. He agrees Ooh. with Matt on we're not going to take it, Twisted Sister. Yeah. We also get Danger Peak, who said No Most Fire and anything by Stan Bush. Steve, for me, <laughs> that's what it says, said she drives me crazy. Africa, safety dance again, and I want to break free. Also, Piano Man. Then we get Rob. I Rob. think all those are on the list of songs that get white people turned. Rob says. Turt. Oh, turnt to werewolves. Yeah, Turn to Africa, werewolves. Because of Africa. <laughs> oh, back. my God. I want to see that movie now. <laughs> Starring
1: Snoop Dogg. Turnt to oh, werewolves. so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, that writes itself. Um, Why are we not writing yeah. this movie? Uh, Rob Jenkinson says uh, New Order. True Faith, nineteen eighty seven. He also says, "Joy Division, Love will tear us apart." He also says, "Echo and the Bunnymen, The Game, The Cure, Close to Me." Oh, he has a lot. He yeah. says, "The Smiths, The Charming Man." So there are some of the um, suggestions we have from our audience, as it were. So, if you guys want to be a part of that, like I said, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we put these questions out there and we like to take your suggestions. And Matt also puts those together in a uh, listener playlist, which this week I assume will have the word turnt in the title somewhere. I don't know sure, how to right. spell turnt.
3: You know, I just – anytime I hear a white person use that word, <laughs> I just picture them just hopped up on some zizzurp, you know, which is like a combination of like uh, – cold medicine and various types of alcohols and they're getting you know turnt
1: on the dance floor you know in the same <laughs> club that kevin described earlier
3: that smells like yeah. <laughs> it smells like cotton candy it smells like
1: cotton candy has little people dancing oh, on stage god you know oh,
0: god. i love it <laughs> you guys make me laugh uh oh. please go check out all the artists we talked about on today's episode and all of our episodes because they deserve it um and we appreciate you doing that and uh, hey, get turned. Please go check out <laughs> all of our social medias like we ask you to all the time. I don't want to get all into them again, but please do check those out. And uh, please go check out the website. The website is the best place to find out everything you can about this show. We are working on, we're working on quite a bit of new stuff. Uh, we keep talking about the YouTube channel, and we have told you a little bit about what to expect over there. Uh, if you think we get goofy on this show i can tell you some of the time we've gotten together a few times and done some practice tests with the with the way we're setting up the video and we have talked about some really stupid subjects that get have me in tears i'm not gonna lie um
3: you would think that we were all on drugs but we're
0: not, <laughs> we're not. We're like not. none of us are is... i'm 100 percent sober yeah, yeah we'd so, probably be really yeah. calm on drugs <laughs> like you yeah. like, would be like really, I mean, really Matt's straight
3: edge i mean yeah he's pretty yeah. straight
0: edge yeah he doesn't even really yeah. drink often like yeah, hardly yeah, ever. he's got
3: like the little black x's on his hands and everything i you mean
0: joke at one point in time i did that yeah? I, I will oh, say yeah. that you know I, I Matt is straight edge about that kind of stuff. I, I think that I love Matt and I uh, and Connie. I would have trouble sleeping in your house because I'm I'm pretty <coughs> sure evil dolls would stare at me the whole time. We bought more shit last <laughs> night. No, but, no, like. you did. Connie <laughs> yeah. posts posts her own TikTok videos and I'm like, Man, they got like some evil ass dolls in their house. <laughs> yeah. We have this little doll that's dressed like a fucking nun. I don't know why it's it's the creepiest <laughs> thing we own in our house. I was at a festival yesterday. It was actually a small Harry Potter themed festival, very small, but I saw a, a wreath that maybe instantly think of you guys. The wreath was like orange and black had like uh little skulls and machetes. And right in the center was a giant <laughs> hockey mask, like in the center of the wreath. Awesome. I'm like, yeah, Matt would hang this in his house. Yeah, yeah he, would. <laughs> he would. So, yeah. you know, but, uh, he is pretty straight edge oh, yeah. as far as the the drink. He doesn't even drink much. Not that I don't drink a lot, but uh, no, okay. I don't drink at all anymore. Yeah.
1: Like, well, aside from the uh, the Krampus that knocked me on my
0: ass. Knocked me on welcome.
1: my ass. Yeah. Um, but no, I can turt. tell you if you guys want to see us get rid.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> got him dirt. <laughs> oh my god! If you guys want to, when we get That's to my YouTube, my new favorite word. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna
3: try to trick white people to say that word too. Record it.
0: Make your ringtone, dude. You just, you say that, and we're being silly. But I promise, if you had a video of se- series of videos on TikTok, they would like have bazillions yeah. of views of you. you go, and today, we're gonna trick white people into saying turnt. <laughs> I mean, your views. Any white person you can think
3: of, like little old white ladies, just say the word would know? Be adorable. <laughs> What do you want baby. me
1: to
0: say? Just walk up to her. <laughs> she'd she'd probably say it though. What do you and want? Me have be? no idea what. Kevin it means. has. I still say Kevin has a whole series of videos that could just have me like peeing myself. The other one is when he said <laughs> he was going to just randomly jump out at people and go,
2: "Gotcha, gotcha."
0: <laughs> 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 just like film uh, it from afar. He doesn't say anything. He yells, "Gotcha." And then he just kind of chuckles and turns around and walks away.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And
3: as I'm walking backwards, I'm just laughing at a point.
0: (laughs) Moonwalks out of the room. Moonwalks. I want to see Kevin moonwalk. That would be great. Uh, See, expect a lot of this um, on YouTube. Actually, one of the things that's going to happen is – the twisted kid episodes are going to go to YouTube. Oh, I mean, we'll still do the audio here, but over there, you'll get to see us in our in, as we talk about certain scenes and react to them, which ought to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you'll be forced to look at our faces, though. Yeah, that's
1: fine. Sorry about that. Um,
0: the other thing is I
1: apologize.
0: A lot of our interviews are going to be. We're going to put up truncated versions of the interviews, like smaller versions over there. With photos and stuff. I mean, we don't video the the guests. There may be one or two in the future that we do try to do video with. Mostly, we don't though. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll see if we can get Cybertronics for you to come back. Yeah, on they that would be fun. A video episode that would be fun, probably. And 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 different events and things we go to, we'll probably put small videos up um, talking about them and what we what our thoughts were overall and things like that. So that's kind of what to expect over there. Again, if you can go over to the website and there's a link right on the front page. If you could go subscribe early, we would really appreciate it. There's a reason we're trying to get subscriptions early. Um, if we can get enough, then we get a custom URL and we're kind of hoping to get that. So um, that's it. That's all I've got. Again, please go check out the social medias and um, on the website, the friends of our show page, please check it out. There's we, uh, we put a lot of podcasts up there. So, and it's all different types. A lot of them are 80s and 90s related, but not all of them are. There are movie podcasts up there. There's horror-related podcasts up there. So there's probably something uh, that you would enjoy up there. So go check that out as well. Uh, Guys, am I forgetting anything? Is there anything we need to mention before we get off here that uh, you can Mm, think of?
3: Not that I can think
0: of. Nope, I think I'm good, Matt.
1: All right can't think of anything offhand that well, I'll probably think about five minutes after we stop
0: recording. Why? Well, there's only one more thing I can think of, and that is... Oh, well, what's that? No matter where you go, no matter what you do, remember to always stay, stay awesome. Stay awesome. Matt started to say it way early. <laughs> I, I started to say it way early, too. I, kinda, <laughs> I,
3: was like, I had a catch with a... <laughs> stay
4: awesome.
2: get it on. Living like a lover
1: with a red eye phone. Looking like a tramp,
2: like a video Can be a man? and little baby, go all night. anytime, sugar, miss, sweet. Little sugar. Get up.
0: Come on, fatten me up.
2: Uh,
0: I can't get enough. Wait, is he, is he actually saying fatten me
1: up? Fat,
0: fatten me up.
1: Not a joke. What's he saying? Fatten me up. But it's a,
3: it's it's a, a very record. interesting thing <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. red light yellow light, green light go Dizzy little woman, a
2: little
0: a woman a little man show Queen, Malikin, little love Jizzy Jizzy operator coming knocking, knocking on my door, on my door. Hear we can be say, say this sugar. sugar. like a bomb, baby. Come on, get it on. Living like a lover with a radar phone.